episode of Fine Beats and Cheeses where we'd like to know, do you ship lamp? <laughs> I am Leslie Gray Streeter, a uh, columnist for the Baltimore Banner, um, an author, a speaker, a person who just likes saying ship lamp a lot. Um, I do. And who are you? I'm Lynn Streeter Childress. I make theater for young audiences. And um, we're moving that bus and starting the episode. What? Yeah. Okay. Um, today, our guest is one of my favorite people. She's a good friend of mine. She is sunshine. And she's really, really smart and has all kinds of insight <laughs> into the world, but also into my personal life. Yes. Please welcome our guest, Athena Boyd. Well, hello. Hello, everyone. Thank you. That was a very, very confident boosting introduction. So That's you. fantastic. So, and I, I am so obsessed. I don't know if Lynn told you how obsessed I am with the thing that we're talking about, that I am, like, she stayed at my house the other day, and I had a, this the channel that involves this thing on a loop. And she's like, this isn't so much my thing. I'm like, nobody cares. We only care about I, what I want. Well, yes. So didn't know. No. That's exciting. No, she's a, I love obsessed. That. I used to be obsessed. I should, I can't get I get obsessed when I'm around her. So today we are talking about home improvement shows. Hooray. Woo. But before we your hammer and nail. Hammer and Athena, can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we start? Sure. So I am a wife and mother, most importantly, to a wonderful family. And um, I practice as a sports recovery therapist, a massage therapist, and stress management practitioner. And I have my own business, and I'm a contract worker as well here in Annapolis. Nice. So, um, in my free time, um, and I love books and I love the outdoors and I love people most of all. So I think those are the, hit the important things. That's that is absolutely, absolutely <laughs> wonderful. So I have to say, I'm sorry. I said, and I love Lynn. I forgot oh, to give it. A- me too. Oh, so we have something well. in common. Yeah. So let me say that I, Lynn knows that one of the things that I love about anything I'm watching or listening to podcasts, TV, whatever is experts. And I could watch two experts talk about anything as long as they knew what they were doing and I could learn something from it, which is part of why I think people love home improvement shows so much because even if you're never going to buy a house in Pittsburgh, even if you're never going to like rehab a house in, you know, Texas or whatever, in Waco, Texas, you are in, there's something about watching people do stuff. That's it's fascinating. What do you think it is about it? You know, I think it's the re- relatable piece to, there's a relatable piece. You can relate. Everyone's right. at home, right? We all are, I think, have a goal of being good stewards of our mm-hmm. home, you know, having the best on the block, the well trimmed yard and everything. And I think people are just fascinated with being able to do these transformations right in front of them. Mm-hmm. The idea that they can do something like that in their own space and you're seeing it not in real time. And that's the trick of television, (laughs) but it's like unfolding in front of your eyes. So you get this dopamine from it. You know, you're like, Ooh, 
Like I could do that, you know? <laughs> so they relate themselves, people with hands, essentially, <laughs> you know, and they're like, oh, you know, I used to sell cars, but now I build houses. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, great. You know, I could probably do that. And it's um appealing visually. So it's stimulating and it just feels good to see something old and run down, turn into new in an hour. I think maybe that's a little bit of the fascination with it. No, I, no, I think that's, I think that's fabulous. And like you said, it's something very like aspirational. Like, (laughs) like you said, it's like, I can do that too, or I could do that too. And some of these shows go from the very kind of like practical to like the crazy nuts like i so the 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 ones that sure. i remember watching sort of this i mean this old house has been on for a thousand years right but i remember watching um trading spaces that was one of the the first like big huge ones and you could have something as simple as like we put granite countertops and whatever to like some fabulous luck thing that somebody does to I'm just going to start talking about Hildy. So the, I was just about to say, f- listeners, Lynn has a rant that she has had for about 20 years now. And I would just like you just to go ahead. Okay. okay. So the Trading Spaces, for those you don't know, was a very popular show on TLC, the learning channel in the early 2000s. And they did actually then like 10 years later or 15 years later did like a reboot, but wasn't as great. Eh. But... In the original trading spaces, they would have two sets, a set of neighbors who would trade keys and... I'm getting so excited already. Like, I can remember It was so amazing. And they, along with two, um, each of them got one designer. And that designer would go with the other family. So the Joneses and Doug would make over... Um, the Smith's house and the Smith's and let's say Hildy, yeah. who was another designer, just a name, would make over the other people's houses. But And so sometimes yeah. after the show was on for a while, people got excited when they saw the designers that they were going to get because they knew their styles and they knew the kind of stuff that they did. Yes. But there was a designer on it named Hildy who was... I don't even know what to say. She did, she, when they went to, they did a thing where they went to her house and she had like a, a chalet or villa in France that was beautiful and very classical and whatever, but tasteful. tasteful. I can't remember Oh, you didn't look her. her. Hildy would Which, decide though, that if she went to other people's houses, that she was going to experiment with ugliness. And she's the one who put AstroTurf on somebody's oh wall. Staple gunned Staple gunned it. Staple gunned it. And when they said they didn't like it, she was like, I don't understand. You know, she she once did a relief that was a picture of her clavicle. It was different photos blown up really wide of her clavicle and they were put around the house. It just, it's the kind of thing that, you know, she was a terrorist. I don't use the word hate crime lightly, but it was a hate crime. It was like. They are writing me a check, and I get paid whether the people like it or not. And I think if I were a less confident designer, I would say I can't keep doing these terrible <laughs> things because they'll fire me. But then it became <laughs> people, I think, were horrified. for <laughs> it. Yes, exactly, and fascinated by what she was going to do. And Lynn's right that she had this kind of like – she would kind of shrug like, well, I don't know why you don't want – photos of my clavicle a stranger that you don't know who's now going to leave you and then they get mad because then you would have to i would always be fascinated with the 
behind the scenes and the after the show thing because then you could you'd have to pay to change it back oh did you i thought they did it for free they took it down we didn't do it for free okay i'm wrong yeah i thought it was free like they'll come in and do it you had to agree to do whatever it was but i i love that attitude about like what do you mean like i'm the artist like i'm the what do you know? Like you just called us to get your bedroom made over. Like that is just so I, Like I charge $10,000 an hour to do this. And I did your little rinky dink house in Cleveland, Ohio for free. Right. You're welcome. Right. You're it. welcome. Well, yeah. Let, I just, I, and you brought up that error and I had to- totally forgotten about trading spaces and I was going to drop the bomb on you guys. And this is more about like, <clears throat> this person is, I think the etiquette standard for high yes. design, <laughs> it's more less home improvement, but more etiquette. Um, home design. Do you guys remember Christopher Lowell? I do. Yes. I do. <laughs> I can learning. And so it's not only just about like the crafty design and getting ideas and being inspired, but also like learning the etiquette. And like, he was the one who taught me like, the balance of commu- of communication in the yeah. in space, where to place your couch. So if you're going to have people coming over to talk or dinner, like who wants to have their back? You know what I mean? The back to yes. the window. Yes. Feng Shui American style from Christopher Lowell. You know what I mean? The 18 inches you need between furniture. Like that was the rule, <gasps> you know? So I adored him. I used to watch that um, show with my grandmother, who she's still living, thank God. But she's, yeah, she... She loves him. She he is like up there with you know the best of the best. So it's funny. I googled him when I was kind of looking things up before we got on. And there was Jess, and I'm looking. I looked him up to make sure that I knew who he was talking about. Absolutely, I know this person because there was a. I don't know if the word refinement is good, but there was a respect that he had, understanding that he was coming into someone's home to do something that the Hildes of the world did not. It was like, I'm going to yeah. come. It's like, um, do, have you ever watched that show? And I'm obsessed with it. The Gilded Age that just came on HBO. No, I haven't seen that. Well, there's an episode where they have this guy who gets fired because they think he's a Parisian chef at the turn of the century. And actually he's from like Kansas. He's been passing himself off as a Parisian chef. So they bring in a French guy to do this very critical dinner, except for he walks in going, you should be very honored that Monsieur Lola is here in your home. And then he gets drunk and passes <laughs> out and they have to have the other guy coming back in. Anyway, <laughs> but it was very much that attitude. Like, I am here to grace you with my presence. You are welcome. How are yes. you? Which is one of the reasons I think that people like Chip and uh, Joanna. Joanna so much because they come in like they're your buddies. They come in like I'm a mama too, and I res- they respect people's spaces. There's a, like you feel like you would like them. They listen objectively too. They really yeah. do. You can tell. They're, you're right. You're well, right. and I think too, there's a difference between that early 2000s space and Leslie and I talked a lot about this was very like extreme. Like that was the same time as like. Pimp My Ride, which I used to love, uh, where they would put like a yeah. goldfish oh, tank was, in your car. Yeah. What was the one where they did, um, the guy comes, he was like the quirky guy from like, he might've been oh, trading spaces yeah. with the striped hair. And then he, it was like American, like they helped people. Yeah. They didn't only it, give them. It, 
Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Yes. Right. Yeah. And and that was and that was when they used the formula of let's make it big, but also it's a soldier coming home and dad wants to yeah. display his medals or grandma's coming to live with us and we or need to have painful. a ramp. And it was yeah. less mean than a yeah. lot of this stuff early on was very much kind of like we're doing this and you know, prank shows and we're doing this and you might be upset and whatever, and it's all about sometimes it was like seeing people well, cry. You're right. In a bad way. Yeah, because that's when, like, American Idol and all that oh, started, yeah. right? I mean, yes. the early 2000s and, like, absolutely the coolest, the coolest genre of, like, movies and teen young adult movies, like, really um, high sedity style. You know what I mean? Like, fashion took a weird kind of Wait, uppity it was turn. All that, like, that was the same um, era as, like, America's Next Top Model, where it was all about, like, drama. Yes. And, like, even Idol then was all about, like, people who couldn't sing, who thought they could sing. And it was about getting as many, like, oh, goofy can't... people and tell cutting people down. And I think in the last... Never watched enough. What'd you say? Ever. Terrible. Because of that. I've never watched American Idol because I began to watch one episode and I saw that. And that's what turned me off. And so I don't know if I would love Hillary. Well, because no. what's happened in the last 20 years, though, I think is this shift towards in Idol, yes. in home improvement shows, and all those things. Is it being more about not cutting people down? Because I don't think people <laughs> really want to yeah. see that anymore. People want to see... They don't want to see people get got much. They want to see, I. you have a house. No, yeah. I want to see your house. You have a nice voice. You either got on <laughs> you, you didn't. But I. it just seems like across the board, people aren't taking as much pleasure at like making fun of actual people. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. And good for, good for the happy heroes of the world, because I think the mm. kindness culture has everything to do with that. And the kindness culture has kind of been revamped again. Not revamped. Absolutely. I tend to see the kindness culture kind of sprinkled throughout yeah. history and now, you know, well, so it's, it's like, you know, yeah. So that's good. My, my best friend was talking about the difference between the 2000s Queer Eye and this Queer Eye is that the previous guys, it all worked out. They were always, they always wanted you to win at the end, but they were a lot going to say was that my best friend had talked about how on Queer Eye in the 2000s, they were, Great. even though it turned out to be, they always wanted you to succeed. Like Tom Felicia, the design guy, would walk in and be like, what is this madness? You know, and they were a lot more, they would tear you down a little to build you up. And the guys now were like, oh my God, mama, we love you so much. Look, it's Mama Joan. She's feeding stray cows. We love her so much. And they would um, just come in and they come in now and they love on you and they do all these things. Yeah, some of it is a hot mess. And it, but they mostly go like, um, like Jonathan Van Ness, I love them so much, will go, Mama, we don't want this for you. We oh, want yeah. so much. It's love. He, they love love. And they're very much about that. Whereas Carson and them back in the day would be like, girl, you are jacked up. I don't, do not understand anything that is happening in your life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Like you pick, why would you even think to pick this color? My grandmother was buried in this color. Like awful things. Like, that. I mean, like things that really got you in the gut. I can remember seeing, especially in oh, trading yes. spaces. You know? And what's the other one? There's another one that's not, it's more real estate. Who I, I love this. It's kind of cheesy, but who cares? Um, 
Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it. Love it or list. Leslie loves yes. that show. <laughs> so they do. I love it. So they go in and they, you know, revamp everything. They've got a whole crew. They're both designers, and then they swap. <laughs> they try to no. They try to get the person to either keep their home that they just redesigned or buy right. a new home. That's yes. it, right? Yeah. Yes. So, but the one woman, well, both of them really. She walks in and she's just like, Ugh. yes, you know, like, okay, carpet in the bathroom. <laughs> You're a loser. <laughs> she is very. I can't stand him, so I always want him to lose, but. I love her because she's very, yeah, she's regal. She's one of those people who walks yes. in with like a guy with a clipboard behind her and a cape and writing down and going that tear it down that dynamite that, yeah. that that's nobody, terrible. And she exactly. And guess what? She's got, she, you don't ask her questions because she just knows, you know, you just, she knows you can tell she's vintage educated very well in design and just, Yeah. Love her. What's her name? Can't think of her name. For some reason, I think it's Hillary. It is That's Hillary. And I believe her name so is Hillary. The, so the guy is the real estate agent, right? And she's the makeover yes. person. So he's trying to get you yes. to sell your house and she's trying to buy a new one. How often do people yes. pick? Don't people more often get the house made over instead of selling it? That's what I have seen. Um. I think, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's maybe 50-50, okay. what I've seen. I don't know how consistent I am with watching. I, I remember an episode where he came in. He doesn't have kids. So he came in, and there's this family who has children that he's trying to get them to buy this new house. And the house only has showers. It doesn't have bathtubs. And he's trying to talk this family into it being fine. Mm. That they can't give their kids baths ever. And that if they do, they're going to have to build more. And they look at him like you. That's when they lost, he lost them, I think. They were like, you know what? This is nothing, no relation to our lives. And I thought that was a production error. Because it's like, you don't want him to look like he's dumb. And he just looked yeah. really dumb to me in that. It's like, I have a friend who couldn't sell his house for a while to people in a school, school district because he didn't have any. He was a single guy. He didn't need bathtubs. You know, and he had a bachelor pad with two showers and they're like, we, we can't do this. So I don't know. Well, I think it's important to remember, even though it's so exciting and this, there's this like real reality about these shows that it's still drama and it's like drama. Project, the production crew and like, you know, the JR effect, they've got to hate right. somebody, you know what I mean? Like they're going to cast somebody. Oh, <laughs> Very true. Sometimes, I don't know if you watch House Hunters, but. Oh, uh, which one is, yeah, I'm sure. I, I love it. It's basically, and we know now that it's basically rigged, but basically the, the format is that people come in and they say, we got to move, we whatever. It's like, you know, this new family in Pittsburgh. I keep going to Pittsburgh. I don't know why. And uh, we want to buy a house. So they'll show them like, he wants a new build with no work turnkey and she wants a fixed rubber yeah. and he wants to be near downtown and she wants to be out in the country with cows. And so they go and they look at three houses <laughs> the the on the show we understand because we have people who were asked to do this that your realtor refers you to this people call the realtors and say do you have any nice photogenic couples or whatever so you've already picked your house by them by the time i don't care i like it just like you were saying before that you kind of <laughs> like watching things relate be relatable i like knowing what 
550 can get you in Cleveland versus what it can get yeah. you in Baltimore versus what it can get you in Tampa, um, which increasingly is nothing. <laughs> um, so or when they'll do California, you have to put your head in it because every house is going to be over a million dollars. Yeah. No matter what. They're like, they would like a summer home on the coast of whatever. And it's, and they're like, well, two million, my, my range is two to four. It's like, and nothing about your life is the same as mine. Yeah. I, that, so like, maybe we should emphasize that piece of home improvement shows. Like not only is it inspiring, not only is it like a good, like stress reliever, but you can check off life goals. Right. <laughs> You can see what's attainable. Like, what? Can I get a job application to the woman from the woman's company who's buying the beach house? I know, right? Like, the right. island those shows. They're buying island. We're moving over to real estate. Now. I lo- I love <laughs> those shows. By the way, I love yes. the like House yes. Hunters International or Beach Find Beach House, whatever it is. Yes. I lottery. Lo- the one when you you uh, win the lottery. Oh, yeah. My that's lottery my dream. favorite. <laughs> Cause I love that dude. He used, and he used to be on, um, trading spaces. Love him. Oh, yes. what's, see, Connor. What's his name? You know, the skinny dude. I'm so bad with the name. I'll look it up. But it's the guy, and but once again, you really enjoy him because he seems like he really is excited. They go so-and-so won this much money. And yeah, sometimes like Lynn, like you said, with the pimp my ride thing, it's like the pimp my reversions for house where they're like, we want a shark tank or we want a bowling you know, alley, bubbles, bubble machine, a bowling alley in the sure. backyard. And, but most yeah. of the time they're just normal yeah. people who are like, I'm looking forward to buying a house that I don't have to have a mortgage for. And I, you know, cause most people that win a lottery are not wealthy people. So, you know, some of them might go crazy, but some of them are like, it has a washer and dryer in the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and my dryer almost caught fire yesterday. So oh, I will Lord. tell you that um, it's, it's fine. It's so funny. We're talking about home improvement. Yeah. I have a dryer. All the appliances in my house are from the nineties. So when I bought it, I knew that they were going to die and they're now all dying this year. So That's what I, uh, I got money from the home warranty company to, buy a new one, but I've been, I use that money for something else and have been using it like on more dry. So yesterday it just was like too much lint, too much, everything you're going to die. So I unplugged it. Everything's fine. And I'm going on, I'm going out of town. So I'm, out, not, right? I'm sorry. You can clean it out. You can exactly. Clean the- well, also it's not, the, the thing it's also is dead. It's just time. So oh, I'm arranging, it's I'm a, it's just died. So I'm arranging to have a new one. But all that to say is, yeah, it's aspirational to go. You have a working washer and dryer. Good for you. You're Mr. Roboto yeah, again. Yeah, you sound weird, Leslie. I don't know. Yeah, it, what's so funny is I get a thing that says it's recording at high quality. So I don't know if it will sound different. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just us. Yeah, that I don't that. know. Sam, fix it. Sam loves when we talk to him. Um, he'll fix it. Um, so do you have a favorite home improvement show that you like to watch, Athena? Or what's one of your favorites? Um, I think my favorite in the yes. moment. Because it's always about in the moment. Because like back in the day, I've been trading spaces, right? Um it would. I know this is this is probably very obvious, but it's uh, Magnolia. It's um, Fixer yes. Upper. Fixer Upper is my favorite, and for many, and again, because I can relate to her in so many ways. And, Chip and Joanna. Uh, he, he, 
Joanna and Chip, both. I can relate to them. They're real people. You can tell that their real right. personalities come out. And they're very warm, loving, and giving in such crusaders of the kindness culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, yes, I would have to say it's my favorite well, right now. I love when they have their kids come over and do like their, and yeah. also you were talking about sort of like the trick of television that they make. It seems like it happens in a day. They are very, because they're very family people. They'll go chip took the kids home and Joanna's yeah. by herself. It looks like she's two o'clock in the morning painting yeah. the ship lap or whatever. And they'll bring, they'll, we brought the kids over mama to say hi. Now yeah. we have to send them back home without you. So we can, you know, write live, laugh, love on a wall or whatever. And yeah. And so I think the tone of that entire show is quality. Yeah. It's like quality. It's they're they're very present. They're very in the moment with the people that they're working with their clients. And hey, your fruits of lately. I mean, her fruits show. She's blown. Oh up. yeah, you know what I mean. Like she is. Oh, absolutely. That show, like, came on, and the next thing you know, they're well on their way to branding an unbelievable in t- business. I have one. I, I bought from Target because they have the big Magnolia, the home thing. I bought a utensil jar that says like utensils or something. I don't know. It just tools or whatever. But I bought it because it was like, I would like to buy something from them, but I want to buy something that I actually need. I know. Leslie, say that again because you were Roboto. You... Domo. Because Athena, you have sounded Roboto <laughs> domo, domo. for me at some point. Too. <laughs> and you do right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say again. <laughs> Thank you very much. Say it again. I'm sorry. Bleep. <laughs> when I needed to. Love thank it. you. Thank you. <laughs> no, sing Mr. Roboto. <laughs> or no, Electric Avenue. Oh, okay. Can I, Electric Avenue thing is that for some, my husband and I will, <laughs> for no reason, just launch into good God. Oh no! <laughs> we do it all the time, and literally, we can keep this going for about ten to fifteen minutes, where we just randomly oh, do it, and we are in that. tears by the end of it. Oh, Good God! God. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there in their kitchen, and one of them. <laughs> are you like startled? Like your cereal, your spoon the first dropped. time <laughs> I was so confused. Also, I have seen Lynn in the last forty years since that show, that movie, that uh, song came out, pretending. To like the part where he like falls yes. over into the floor and the floor it's becomes water. the water. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh no! Out in the yes. streets! I have to watch that as soon you as have we to. Hit. Out in the daytime, yeah. and the dark side mm. of town. Thank you. You owe, you gonna owe Eddie Grant sorry. money? I don't even know if he's still alive. You but. are sorry, Eddie Grant. It's a great song, but literally, my husband and I. That's do you, um, so, Lynn, what is your favorite home improvement show? Do you know? It's really funny. I don't watch them as much as I used to. And a lot of times when I see them, literally, I'm in a waiting room of a doctor's office or I'm getting my nails done because they usually have HGTV on. I mean, my 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 big one that I used to love was 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 Trading Spaces. But the, actually, if I can mention the one that I was watching with you, Last week, you know what? I love the Property Brothers. They're adorable. 
And that's my oh, favorite. Yes, please go ahead. I love, I love them. them. So much. I love that they're twins, twins power. Um, I love that they just seem like really nice guys who know what they're doing. Yeah. And you were talking about branding. I think that's a, another aspect of all of these shows is that many of these people have gone on to do a million things and mm-hmm. and to have endorsement deals with and partnership deals with target and with other places and they have cookbooks and all this stuff, but it's finding people. It's so weird, right? We want people who we think are good and we think are marketable and we want to buy their stuff. But we also though want to know that they're in it for the love of it and they're not just doing it supposedly to do to get more. But the point is, why do we care unless we're getting good stuff? But we have that thing, right? We're like, you're just doing this to get a deal. I'm like, you better get your deal. Why not get your deal? Mm-hmm. Do it. I, I want right? well, it. I want a deal on what it, it depends on what it is. I care less if my banker likes me or thinks that I'm nice that I do that. The person I'm who's coming to your house because home is such a personal. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Home is such yeah. a, you Athena, you were talking about, you know, the kindness culture, part of what we want in our homes. And as we come into a place where we're so much more removed from other people and we're so much more dependent on the internet to have connection, to have someone come into your home and say, I'm going to make this space at least safe and cozy and everything that I want it to be. You don't want a terrible, you don't want a Hildy in your house. You don't want someone who has contempt for you, you know, who thinks that you are terrible and have terrible taste. And they're just trying to help you not have terrible taste. Uh, which one of the reasons I used I stopped watching what not to wear because it became very mean. It's like, what is the point yeah. of tearing someone down? It was and also, cringy. Like you would cringe. Yeah. It, it was very cringy. Lynette mentioned uh, the Property Brothers. My favorite show currently <laughs> is Celebrity IOU starring the Property Brothers. Have you seen the show? No. Oh, Athena, I have your new obsession. Um, yes. Basically, they have celebrities anywhere from Brad Pitt eh, to Viola Davis to Kate Hudson to Glenn Close <laughs> to Taraji B. Henson. And they, you can find it on Max right now, all the seasons. Um, okay. Jay, Jay Leno. Basically, they find a friend. Sometimes it's a neighbor. Often it's a someone that works for them, their producer, their tour manager, their nanny, their guy who paints their house, whatever. And they say this person has a project they couldn't get a chance to do. So the property brothers will come in and make up their house, their yard, whatever for them. And it's so sweet because once again, you find people that people really care about, like Taraji P. Henson did, there's a woman, I guess she had moved back uh, before the, from Chicago where she was filming Empire to LA and she needed a new house cleaner and found this woman right around the time COVID started. And she goes, it was such a connection because nobody wanted to talk to anybody or be around people. And this woman trusted me to have a safe space that she could come in and she helped me. And so she did her yard. Uh, Michael Buble, uh, he, he was very close to his grandfather. His grandfather's home health care worker inherited the house and he wanted to make it nice for her. And she didn't know. Um, they told her on the show that she inherited it. Shut up. That's awesome. I love that. It's it's beautiful. And also, it, it they are very honest about something that you talked about is that it's not 
immediate. So they'll say, we sent Barbara and her fa- her husband, John, away for a month. We sent them oh, to yeah. Bermuda. We sent them to Vegas or whatever, because it's going to take that long, you know, to rip out all the, to figure out where the load bearing walls are and rip out the kitchen and whatever. So it, it's just a lovely show. And it's also nice to see celebrities jeremy renner did one with his mom and they cried michael Bublé cried all the way through the one about his grandfather um allison janney showed up in a ball gown and a sequin (laughs) gown with a sledgehammer it was just very funny (laughs) no i like it and and again going back to i love the fact that these people have become celebrities but like you said it's because you actually want them in their house there's a there's a show that we watched, it used to be in Peacock, and I don't know where it's going, but it's called Girls Five Ever, and it's about mm-hmm. a 90s girl group uh, that regroups now and gets back together. And the joke what on the second season was, is that the Property Brothers were getting into everything and had gotten into records and were running their <laughs> label, but the Property Brothers were actually on it, and the Property Brothers actually have an episode where they beat each other up, and it's hilarious, because they're in on the joke. Oh, I have got, I have got to look that up. That's great. I love that. And it's great, too, because so many of those shows, I, it's the whole Tina Fey era of it, where it's the meanness, where it's like they just make fun of people, but then they're like, yeah. hey, Property Brothers, we know people wonder what your relationship is like, and if you really like each other or you're really competitive with each other. Um, yeah, it's it's good. Like I like those. Also, I bought a house um, three years ago when we moved back from uh, from West Palm Beach back to Baltimore, and I there's a third house, a third home that I've bought myself, but it's the first home that I've bought as a parent. And having to figure out, because before I was, the first two things, I was single and I could do what I want with it. Now, my mother was living with us at the time. All this to say, I watched those shows not to be like, I'm going to see practical ideas every time I watch it, but I recognize things like Lynn knows I had a mantle that the people who sold it to me have, and I got it bolted to the wall. How did I get that idea? From watching home improvement shows. So the the mantle is now, my TV is bolted to the wall on a swivel and it's above the thing. And I know I got that from some of those shows or the fact that I can, I'm going to be painting some wicker or like, you know, tips about stuff. Also the property brothers for, for pretty guys. And they really are guys who were actors at first, you know, that they're really good at, like they have like, five minutes of talking about like whether you should uh, sand that or paint it, you know, and it's real practical kind of like inside baseball in the weeds advice. Um, and I like that. Same, same. It's funny because I just, um, my mother-in-law passed away a couple of years ago and we just shamefully cleaned out her apartment and there were all of these extra things. And I was like, so overwhelmed with everything. And her niece was like, Oh, um, I have these metal flowers that were supposed to be, yes, decorative flowers. And they were these awful colors, you guys. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas greens and reds and golds. Oh, no. You know, and like who, like we can't hang stuff like that in my house because I have really like right. earthy tones in my house. I'm like what the heck, minute? I took those things outside with my kids and spray painted them black <sighs> and hung them on in my foyer. I have like cathedral ceilings. <sighs> Oh. And it's like a beautiful Japanese, like artistic wall now, like accent wall. And the only reason why I would have ever done that is because 
the power of spray paint. You know, I learned that from the home That's improvement right. shows or how easy it is, or you can go to Home Depot and look for this and, oh, seal this. And there have been other projects we did. My husband did like, a, um, we had these pieces of cedar. We're like, what are we going to do with the cedar? He planked the ceilings of the bathrooms and then he made a, a wall to uh, hang metal shelves in our kitchen. Mm. <laughs> you know, so not only just ideas about design, but like repurposing items and not just throwing things away. Not just when throwing things are, away. Are gone. Yeah. So it's really meaningful to know that those were my mother-in-law's right. things. And now they're probably going to the next 10 years. You know what I mean? I got those ideas. Um, I wanted to tell say one more thing, guys, is that, um, you know, in my business with stress management, I was looking up recently, what are the trends that are going to be happening over the next, um, you know, 10 years or whatever. And on that list of the top 10 trends for wellness is home improvement for stress management. So I'm, I'm praying for a show where they come in and they make like their home, they put in the sauna or they put in the water feature or they put in the meditation room. So yeah, I wanted to bring that up today. A yoga too. studio, what? very cool. I, I was huh? just gonna say. Um, so I'm I I record a lot of times in my family room, which when we first bought this house, we thought we were a married couple who'd been married about a year, and we were trying to have a kid. We found out that we were pregnant the day we closed on the house. I, it was yeah, wild. Right. So there were ideas that we had for this house that never came to fruition, including this family room that I'm sitting in. We thought that it was going to be this kind of like re- literally like neo-bohemian like lounge. We had gone to a lounge like that in Texas and it was called Coco's. We're like, this is going to be Coco's lounge. It's going to be that. And they were like, oh no, it's not going to be Coco's lounge. And um, people were like, it's going to be a playroom. And my husband was like, no. And sometimes it was a playroom, but it's really become this like, sometimes it's our guest room. We have a foosball table in here. And the biggest thing yes, is, nice. and we work out in here, which is cool. But the other thing is that my uh, props and costumes from my theater company are here and I need to get them out. And the reason that I bring this up is you were talking about stress management. That would manage our stress if we got rid of yep. this stuff <laughs> and it was some, or if you didn't have to look at right, it, if we didn't have to look at it and we put it someplace else. So this could really truly be for our home. Yes. So I just, that just came to me when you were talking about like stress well, and how your stuff stresses you out. My stuff stresses. Well, and also often on those shows, much of a lot of it is problem solving. It's like someone who yeah. needs some place to put their costumes, or like there, there's that yeah. show that I didn't love because it seemed like an advertisement. Those ladies that um, ever that uh, organize your space, you know, those two ladies, the oh, whatever, Netflix. those ladies. Yes, and so they had one. Where it was, um, what's that show called, Leslie? Uh, what's that show called? I the I edit the something the edit. Oh, the, I'm gonna look it up. The one that Reese Witherspoon was their producer. Uh, exactly. The home edit. So they came. The, the home in, edit. The home yeah. edit. The and home edit. Reese Witherspoon was um, organizing her costumes, and most people are not don't have you know museum worthy quality costumes, but it was to solve a problem. Um, the Marie Kondo thing, which I loved and which people completely misunderstood 
what Marie Kondo was trying to do. Also because Americans can be terrible and just want to be critical of things. Marie Kondo sure. did not say, throw away all your books. She said, if 50 books make you happy, keep them. If you can figure out some way to do it in a way that doesn't stress you out. If two books make you happy, have the edit all the other books and only have those two books. And because we like being mad at people and we go out of our way to find reasons to tell people they're wrong, particularly if someone, if it's someone like Marie Kondo who had been such a success, we're like, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> right. You know, and that all she was You're saying, say, say that again, Athena, you know, You're a loser after all. (laughs) You thought you were like, you know, an achiever. And you're an, let me here tell you, person who makes more money than me. Oh, it's terrible. And so all she was trying to say, and I think it comes back to what you were talking about, Athena, with the connection between your environment at home and your mental health and your emotional health are, does it stress you out to wake up and have so much stuff? My, My room in my previous home, which was not, when I own, but we lived there for four years in West Palm Beach. The room was huge, but I had everybody else's stuff in my room. We didn't have a lot of storage. So when we moved, I had four years of boxes in my closet and in my, at side of my room. I never took pictures of my whole room because I didn't want people to see the boxes that were on in my room because it became storage and it was stressful. And my room upstairs can be a little cluttered, but I at least have partitions where you can't see all of it. Yes. And it seems, Lynn, you just stayed there. It seems a lot more, man. it's less stressful than my last room, right? Because it seems m- more like a room yeah. that humans in your last room, live in. In your last room, we had to like climb over stuff to get into the bed. You can only get in on like one side. Your your room now is like spacious. And if, just talking about Lovely's room now fills me with joy. Because it's a great room. <laughs> well, and it's on the third floor. I mean, right now, that's where the air, the air conditioning broke, too. At my house, it's like, it's like, oh, you think you're cute, right? Everything will break <laughs> now. Um, and I'm waiting to hear from the home warranty company back about replacing my air conditioner. Once again, I bought a fan yesterday. My son and his friend, Caden, put the fan together. Free labor. Children. Awesome. Children, you yes. know. Because they get paid in love and food. They got, I bought them a pizza. Yesterday. Well, you're paying them life lessons because now they can do that for right. themselves. They can do it. And they were making bacon earlier this morning. Um, which there you go. I think once again goes back to your point about what can you do in your life to make your home manageable, to make your life manageable? Because like I said, because I, I did a, did research on why it is that people love these shows increasingly. And it's because through the pandemic or all these other things, people became very interested in making, if they couldn't travel, Oh yeah. They couldn't go to other people's houses. They couldn't go to the museum or the movie theater. They made their home that place they wanted to be in. Yes. I know I did. I tried anyway. And, and it's like I said, just knowing that the, that, that's a trend right now. Like that, the world is moving in that direction. Yep. The kindness culture is conquering a great deal of mental space for many people. People are acknowledging the fact that we all feel the same stressors in life and that the comforts of home and how we feel and when, you know, that being relaxed is actually an integral part of being a human being. <laughs> like it's part of our function. We right. have to, we can't function if we're not relaxed. 
And so to be able to come home and have a stress-free environment is becoming more and more of a reality, a, a need and a want, an acknowledgement of a necessity for people. So that's and, and I think too, as saying someone who's newly diagnosed with ADHD, is that I know that one of the issues that I have, and I will bring this back to the point, people, um, I'm not just, you know frothing at the mouth, um, no, no, but no. is, is being able to make a decision, right. And being able to be like, mm-hmm. this could make me happy mm-hmm. or B could ha- make me happy or C could make me happy. And then you, sometimes you wind up um, stagnating and being paralyzed because you don't know which one to pick. And that's like kind of the cool things yep. about these shows is that they're going in a direction and hopefully this direction <laughs> will work. But I, but I like that because in my brain, I'm thinking, well, what if they don't like it? But then you can change it later. But they, they don't have time or money to do five different things in your house. They're doing a thing and you better like it. And then they'll deal with it later. Um, but I, I like that. And I like the idea too, of someone who listens to you, we talked about going back to training spaces and like, and like you said, Joanna and Chip, someone who listens to you, but also they're the experts. That's why, that's why I love going to the hairdresser. That's why I love and trusting what I write right. to a professional who can translate my gobbledygook yes, and, what you until, want. into something beautiful. And that's their job. And that's why I because love these shows. Overwhelming. Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah. That's, it's overwhelming. It is overwhelming. And to not you take know? it over. I mean, I think that we've all seen, like, in the the 2000s was a terrible time. All those movies <laughs> that were like, I am the wedding planner, and I am taking over, and I'm making, I'm telling you everything you like is stupid, <laughs> and you, no one likes your dress, and no one likes your <laughs> yes, yes, and I'm just going to, like, do it the way that I would do it, and we laugh at that, but I think that we do sometimes, I think... So there have been, I have had haircuts or hair colors that I did not like because I didn't, which is so stupid. I was paying for it. And this is in my twenties, not since then. Although I was just talking to a friend of mine about when West Palm beach, th- three or four of us shared the same hairdresser and she was terrible. And she <laughs> would like, she was good, but she would say things like, well, I'm just going to do this. And we're like, what? And we're like, and we just stopped paying. And also the, I think she changed her prices every week, depending on how much money she needed that week. And she would say, it's, that's an interesting business model. It's $85. And you go, it's 130. It's like, it was 85. Why I had dealt was, is a different thing. Um, it was just terrible. Um, I had a, a point before we wrap up and I forget what it was. Oh, it was about talking about the professionals. We talked about house hunters. Hold on, Leslie, Leslie, hold on. The real Leslie, estate show. Hold on. You're roboting again. Okay, say but, your say your last point see, again. I felt like you got you guys have been too, which is weird. You guys have been really too. Yeah, I don't understand what's happening. Um, and at one point, Athena, your your thing went off, and it was just the A, and not your face. Oh. Right, yours is just now the L. Sam, we're sorry. Make it beautiful. Remember, we said we're giving you our beautiful stuff, our horrible stuff, and just making you work and make it beautiful. That's you, Sam. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Leslie. Yes. But I was going to say that, and then before we wrap this up, on House Hunters International, one of the things that I love the most is that the real estate agent on those shows, even if they've already picked their house, is much more crucial because they are the expert in this Okay, Leslie, country. Leslie, like, Leslie, hold on. I'm moving. I yeah, Leslie, hold on. I can't hear a thing, understand a thing that you're saying. Babe? Leslie? Yeah. I can't understand. Yeah. Can you can you say that thing one more time and then we'll wrap up so we don't have to do that again. 
I was just going to say on House Hunters International, the real estate agent is the one who knows Belize or Amsterdam or whatever. So when the, there was one where this girl came in and she wasn't listening to anything they were saying, where they go, I want closets. And they go, this city is 400 years old and they don't have closets. She would go, but what about my closet? And they would go, you're not going to have a closet. Um, or they would, she would say, I want all of this space. They're like, you're not in Detroit. You're not in Denver anymore, sweetie. You're not in Dallas. And it was funny watching this poor real estate agent, like, look at the screen, like, oh, jeezy crazy. Um, <laughs> because this girl did was, it was the listening on the other side. And even if it was somewhat, um, canned, it was just funny watching this client coming in going, I want daffodils. They're like, we don't have any of those here. <laughs> You can't have that. Anyway, um, thank you guys so much for this. So, um, Athena, quickly, do you feel this thing is cheesy after we've talked about it? And if it is, do you care? I don't think it's cheesy, but I but I don't really care either. Because, <laughs> you know, it felt good. And um, it's always good to just have community and conversation. You know, that's what we're here for, each other, right? So, no, yeah. it's cheesy at all. Well, Yes. Well, Did I mean, you... if we were cheesy, I meant, or the, was the show cheesy? No. Like, our home home no. improvement show's cheesy. Uh, we are cheesy. We're incredibly cheesy. Um, <laughs> oh, are we cheesy? Okay, gotcha. All right. Like, okay, it's a Sam, subject. No, it's funny. No, no, no. That, That's funny. Um, we never had any. I think it's, I think it's depends on who you ask, because yes. I've definitely felt like a bit of like, shame as like i've been watching the home improvement show i can remember when i was younger my brother was like oh great she got you know like what is this that you're watching they're crying remember they would cry <laughs> people would cry when their room yeah. was made over and he's like are you kidding me she's crying like it's a water feature get over it <laughs> oh my god so, yeah, so um, there's a bit of cheese in home improvement, but I think at the quality, like with Joanna and Chip and shows like that, yeah. it's becoming more meaningful and right. purposeful yes. for people. And that's really cool. And the kindness culture kind of um, dissolves that waters down the it. cheese. So, Athena, can people like find you somewhere? Do you want to promote your business? Well, that's very kind of you to ask. Yes, absolutely. So um, again, I work in stress management and athletic recovery. So my website or my business is called Rooted Therapeutics with an X. Yes. And uh, you can find me at www.rootedtherapeutics.com. Yay. Okay. So come see me, get your athletic recovery, get your stress management. I'm also holding <gasps> treats as Ooh. well. So kind of uh exciting yes. more to come. getting together to breathe and and uh and just be in community and forget all the come crazy. on now i'm gonna come all right well leslie say let's leslie wrap us up um okay and it's funny because I, I don't know if you guys can hear this i've been like cheese like robotic all things so i it bleep bleep bloop uh keep it not robotic Keep it easy, keep it breezy, stay cheesy. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> bloop, bloop. Bye. Bye, y'all.